Recording from Studio 262 in the AOB, you're tuned in to What the Howl, an inside look at UWG Athletics straight from the source. Now here are your hosts, Matt Cook and Jared Boggins. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into episode 105 of What the Howl. I am Jared Boggins, joined by my co-host. Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome. And the one, the only producer. BG Billy Roanoke. What's up, Brian Gray. Welcome in to episode 105. Big weekend all around. Big weekend. Yeah, first full weekend of athletics now in the books. Uh, 4-0 weekend from volleyball. Big football win. Cross country got underway. Uh, Soccer went on the road and played two tough games. Took two losses. We'll talk about all of that and more on this episode of What the Hell. I'm excited. You should be. I'm excited. Now... we're actually recording on Tuesday when we're going to release on Tuesday um, because of the holiday yesterday. Did everyone have a good holiday weekend? I had a great Christmas. How was yours? It was. Uh, Whoa. It's not Christmas. It was dude, Labor Day. Dude. Dude. But. You, Sorry, you, I get you my, skipped all the pumpkin stuff. I get Labor Day and Christmas confused for some reason. I'm, I apologize. Those are the days you get confused. <laughs> Labor Day and Christmas. All right. We'll just keep rolling re- right through that one. I remember when I got Labor Day and Christmas confused. When you were a young whippersnapper like me? I was. I, I was a young whippersnapper. <laughs> How do we I, get to this point? I, I walked I walked into the office, and I was like, it's Christmas Day, everybody, and there was nobody here. Wow. All right, so we should get started before we talk about some random stuff. Like, that's that's absurd what, what it just went to. You're forgetting one what? important thing that we have to do before we start today. What? We have to shout out your wife, Haley Bogus, for the incredible pound cake she brought or that she made that you brought yep. for game day last Thursday. It was fantastic. HB, we loved it, and we would like four more for all of the remaining home games. Wait, there was pound cake? Yes, there was pound cake in the press box. Why didn't anyone tell me? Don't give me that. <laughs> you knew it was there because you saw it in my office beforehand, and you said, what is that? And I told you. What is that? But yes, it was very good pound cake. I told, I told you I would shout her out. You did. And there it is. All right. Well, she'll appreciate that. All right, jumping right into the recap now that we've talked about pound cake and confusing holidays. Let's talk about football who rolled to a 1-0 record with a 38-7 win over Carson Newman last Thursday night. A lot of things to talk about, a lot of offense, uh, solid defense, but let's start with the offense, 461 yards of total offense, including uh, over 300 yards passing, 298 of those coming through the air via Harrison Frost, who had four touchdowns, completed passes to eight different receivers. He was clicking on all cylinders once again. He looked in midseason form. There were we had a couple of drops here and there, but um, and but I'm telling you, <laughs> this is going to be fun. He he's he looks just like he did last year, and uh, and really really distributing the ball well. I love how he distributes the ball. Yeah, my uh, favorite non-West Georgia player in Division Two. Shout out Gary LaPrairie from Carson Newman. He uh, he plays for Carson Newman. Was hurt, and he also is a work study for their sports information department. And uh, he was in the press box after the game, and he was like, "Y'all's quarterback, he's a dog." <laughs> and I think that's like slang for that's a, a, he's for really good. good. Yeah, yeah. He's so, got that dog in him. Yeah, I've heard that before. But he was like, he's a straight dog. So, yeah, uh, he caught a lot of attention. I mean, everybody knew him. Yeah. Everybody knew what he could do. But uh, he caught some eyes Thursday night in the opener for sure. And mathing in this subtraction, that means we also rushed for 163 yards, which is really good as well. That's correct. So, and we we distributed that pretty well. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. like yeah. six or seven different guys had a rush. Zion Custis, man, he 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 hits the hole hard. And ja- Jackson Carson, Lord have mercy, that's a load. Dude. Yeah, 
Yeah. He's, he's, I don't want to try to tackle that guy. No, no. He's a bowling ball. And then defensively, we held the Eagles to 243 yards of total offense, which is a pretty good number, especially that offense, the option offense that they run. So. Right. Well, the, uh, our defensive coordinator, Nate Masters, he's told us before, he told us this last year, and he, he said the same thing this year. When they run the option, it looks like they're running in fast forward. That's true. They, 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 they do a really, really good job running the option. They've run the veer for a long time. Um, they're kind of in, in flux with that, but – uh, but when they run that option, they they run it very very fast. And our our, our linebacker Xavier Robinson, um, the uh, Keith Harris, uh, they just really really laid laid the wood to him. Yeah, Xavier Robinson had a big stop on fourth down that I remember, and he it was like fourth and one, and he yeah. hit he hit the quarterback on a keeper. I think it was a quarterback up the middle, and yeah, oh yeah, yeah it was one of those where the crowd goes ooh, ooh yeah yeah so. yeah. Uh, Zatarius Anderson, also of note, caught six passes for 124 yards and a touchdown. And the score uh, was a 68-yard. He caught it, you know, and then he caught it like 30 yards downfield and then did the other 38 yards himself. Yeah. Um, a fun note on him, he has caught a pass in five games in his career, and he scored a touchdown in four of them. That's that, that's that's pretty cool. And he was also our Scott Evans uh, player of the game. That's so, right. Uh, Scott Evans, Chrysler, uh, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Nissan. Uh, has sponsored the player of the game, and uh, Zaterius Anderson was that for this game. Very nice. Congrats to him. Uh, one of the biggest keys I thought, and the one stat I want to bring out, was our defense on third down I thought was was huge. Carson Newman was 3 of 15 on third down conversions. We did a great job of getting off the field on third down, and I thought that was key. And then when you look at it on the flip side, offensively we were 10 of 17. So big difference there. Um, so shout out to the defense for getting off the field on third down. The thing that I would look at with that especially is is the simple fact that there are a lot of new pieces in this defense, mm-hmm. and and for us to be that in sync against a against a tough offense like the Veer to get off the to get off the um, get off on on uh, three of fifteen that's 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 saying something. That, oh yeah, what that what that means is. We we put them in a lot of third and long situations. We did, we and, did, and and put them in a place where they were going to have to throw the ball, and they didn't like to do that. But even when they had third and short, there were a handful of times where we yeah. got we got off the field still there, and yeah. then the fourth and one uh, that we just talked about with Xavier, um, and I think they were two of four on fourth down conversions. So uh, they went for it fourth and short on in their own territory, right? Uh, at, at least twice that I remember. So um, great crowd, I thought. Great energy. The tailgating atmosphere was fantastic. I thought Thursday night, and now we have to wait a month until we get to do it again. Home. Yeah, four four home games in the month of October. Um, uh, that was great scheduling from the Gulf South Conference. Um, we we are excited about that. Uh, but it, it's going to be a great month of October here at University Stadium. I I, I feel it's going to be some a lot of fun. Yeah, looking forward to that. Let's transition now. Let's talk about volleyball, where they travel to West Virginia, which was everything John Denver sang about and more, because yeah. the Wolves went four and zero in the Mountaineer State. But nobody went home. We came home. We came. We took those country yeah. roads and came on we home. We took those country roads. After going That's 4-0. Right. Uh, we defeated Bluefield State, California, PA, and Concord in straight sets. And then the finale on Saturday afternoon, uh, a five-set win over Indiana University, Pennsylvania, and or that IUP. Was, that was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Went down 2-0. to zero Yeah. And then came back and won um, all three of the next three sets to uh, to win at three two, and in the fifth set we were down eleven to seven. Or oh, it was back and forth. Like yeah, that. yeah. yeah. We, we got down we got down early in the fifth set. So to come back come back there, you know, last year we lost a lot of five set matches early. 
Um, we and and but we were going to five, and we were we had a gritty attitude. Mm-hmm. We still got that same gritty attitude, but our first five set uh, win there. Now we beat Young Harris oh, three yeah, two as well yeah, yeah, in the yeah. opening weekend. So that's yep. two five set victories, two five set if victories. I'm remembering correctly. Yep. Emily Harris led us on the weekend, had 41 kills, hit 300 over the weekend. Good play from her. Um, she was our nominee for the Gulf South Conference Player of the Week, and I think she's uh, the early leader in the clubhouse for the UWG Student Athlete of the Week, which we launched last week. So be on the lookout for that. For a, a <clears throat> for an outside hitter to, th- to hit 300, that's that's saying something. It, uh, most outside hitters, you're going to see anywhere from 22 to 28 percent normally in in hitting percentage. Middles, you're going to see up upwards in the in the 380 to 450 range. But uh, but for for outsides hitting 300, that's that's really really um, bringing it. And we got some solid play from some freshmen as well. Let's just note those real quick. Isabella Steffel had 27 kills and hit 250. Sarah Pipping had 38 kills, hit uh, 191, and had 2.71 kills per set. Marley Stats, 30 kills, 2.14 kills per set. And then Sanai Young, I thought, had a really good weekend. 18 kills, hit 267. There you're talking about the middle with the uh, higher hitting percentage. But at the net, she had 16 blocks and averaged 1.14 blocks per set. So uh, that's four freshmen right there who are really putting in some good work for the Wolves volleyball team. Yeah, absolutely, and it shows the recruiting that uh, that Kara Hellman and Katie Miller have have done this off season. Um, a fantastic job of recruiting, and because uh, we're really, really uh, strong, especially in the youngster department. Absolutely, and then we're finally at home this week with volleyball. Chance to come see them on their home floor four times this week. Uh, but we'll talk about. More of that in the preview. Let's transition now to soccer, who went to Florida and went 0-2 against some really tough teams. Bryant was uh, on the beat for uh, soccer. Bryant, take it away. Well, Jared, the club's not going to be able to handle me right now. I hope you get the pun because we went to Florida, a.k.a. Flo Rida sings that song. What does Flo Rida mean, Florida? Because we went to Florida, but we lost both games. We'll start on Friday against Rollins. Only took seven shots all game three of them were on goal but Rollins decided to shoot the ball 13 times so got one of them past Haley Brinkman tough loss there also stayed down there for Saturday had a good time got some stretching in on the beach looked like a bunch of fun wish I could have went but then on Sunday got right back at it at 11 a.m that was early didn't have my cup of coffee yet but we played soccer anyway against Embry-Riddle and also lost one to zero just couldn't get anything going offensively. Only one shot on goal. That's not really a recipe for success, if you ask me. What did you have for breakfast this morning? Well, a little bacon, little eggs, maybe seven cups of coffee. Who knows? Jeez. Hey, our, our Embry-Riddle, 13 shots as well, but only four on target, so our defense played a little better in that game. Um, Stacy Balin tweeted it out best. Our, that's our head coach, if you didn't know. I've got some great experience, tough opponents. I mean, Embry-Riddle's defending SSC conference champions. What you gonna do? We played them tough. I spoke with I spoke with Stacy about it uh, just a little bit ago, and and her her description of Embry Riddle was they were class, class, class. I think that means good. Yeah, they were really really good. She said they'll be as good as any team that we play all year. The and uh, and so and that's saying something. Yeah, and the goals that we gave up this weekend, she 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 put them out to mental errors. So the the thing that I would say the the takeaway from that is that's easily fixable. Oh yeah. That that is easily fixable. When you're when, it it means that a a team a class team like Emory Riddle wasn't much wasn't better than us necessarily. We just made some mental mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. And then six wolves have started all three games, so we're kind of nailing down that 
starting 11. If you want to guess them, Jared, I got guessing game written right beside it. I got them pulled up. If you think you got it, go for it. No. Okay. I don't Never mind. We we'll just skip right through that, Jared, Haley because you, you just – You know what, Jared? <laughs> Haley just, Brinkman. That is correct. But we're Nope, Jared doesn't want to do our guessing game, so we're just going to move right on past that one. Janacea Smith. <laughs> I only skipped it because we're running out of time. You know time. what, Jared? You stay over there because guess what? The City of Dreams at University Field will be hopping once again in 2022 tomorrow night at 6 p.m. when the Bobcats come into University Field, 6 p.m. Soccer home opener. Come support. He's out of control. It's like oh. you had some gummy bears or something. <laughs> Moving along, let's talk about cross country who started their season this past Friday. The men finished ninth place at the Foothills Invitational hosted by Jacksonville State. A lot of Division I competition. Timothy Fizor was our top runner, finishing 38th with a time of 16.35.31. That was a 5K race. Uh, usually the men run an 8K, so this was kind of a short warm-up for us. Um, also placing was Trenton Jackson in 50th, Derek Gallardo in 55th, uh, Mahari Vanderayat finished 66th, Bruno Valdez finished 86th, and Anthony Garcia finished 87th for the men's team. And then on the women's side, uh, we finished 13th as a team, only three individual uh, placers. Adela Belolovava finished 62nd with a time of 16.22.43. That was a 4K race. Linda Vasquez finished 86th, and then Kendall Sparks finished 105th. A good start for the cross-country teams this year. Tough to tell what, what where we sit as far as Division Two goes because that was a D1 meet. Um, so, but, but good, stiff competition uh, to, to start out the year. Looking forward to uh, what, what is to come. Absolutely. And now it is time for our someone to howl about our own players of the week right here on What the Howl. I am going to go first this week. Nice. Brian gave me the blessing to go and, first. And you were very animate about you wanted to go first. You didn't want anyone to steal just, your pick. I was just scared Matt would steal it. I really wasn't worried about you stealing it, but I was worried Matt might steal it. Why couldn't I steal it? I don't know because I just figure you're going in a different direction. you saying I'm not smarter as you are? I'm not saying that, but since you said it, yeah, that's probably accurate. <laughs> We'll see about that. Okay. All right. My someone to howl about, uh, we just talked about her in the volleyball recap. I thought she should have been Gulf South Conference Freshman of the Week, but she's not. Um, Sarah Pipping. She hit uh, 191, had 38 kills, 2.71 kills per set. I honestly thought she had that locked down. Captain Daryl, there's his reference of the week, is on the volleyball voting committee. He also thought she had it nailed down, but uh, didn't get it done. Did not win Player of the Week. So. Did not win Player of the Week. But she's my someone to howl about. Someone to howl about. So Sarah Pippen. That's, uh, that's the consolation prize for not winning Gulf South Conference. Freshman of the Week is Jared Boggess' someone to howl about. Nice. Which might be worth more than Gulf South Conference Player of the Week, if you ask me. I mean, you said it, not me. All right, Matt, you're up. My someone to howl about um, is uh, we're going to go to the gridiron for, for my Kay. my someone to howl about. And uh, – and, Given the start to the season and the um, uncertainty of what we would see on the other side of the ball, I'm going to have to go with Nate Masters. The Nate Masters. He, he's got a lot of new new pieces of the puzzle. Now, they're really good pieces. I mean, when you can play with really good pieces, you know, somebody said, um, it, you know, the, 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 the players make me look good, you know. But uh, when, when you've got pieces like that uh, – he he it's it's a lot easier to to be really good but uh not knowing what 
uh, totally what Carson Newman was going to do. He knew it was going to go in one of two directions, but one, but it's in completely opposite directions. Um, and uh, and he got that defense ready to play. And uh, Carson Newman had really no no shot. Nope. No shot. So, nope. Uh, my my shout out my uh, someone to help out is Nate Masters. All right, Bryant, you're up. Oh man, uh, did I take yours? No, you did not. We oh. wasted the good surprise on you. I'm I'll go gridiron as well. What happened to your Kanicki voice? I don't remember which you sound, one that was. You sound you earlier. You sounded like Kanicki from uh, Greece. <laughs> Showing his age again. Yeah, all right, I know Greece. We go together like me and Harrison Frost. That's my <laughs> who I'm howling about. Brother is closing in on 4,000 passing yards for his career, and he's only played, what, thir- 13 games? 13 games, 13 correct. Games. That's incredible. Yards, yeah. yeah. That, I mean, he pulled out his inner LeBron James. I'm throwing for not one, not two, not three, but four touchdowns. Three came in the first half. I was impressed. 298, they should have stayed him in, give him a two-yard pass, get the even 300, and then go sit on the sideline. Put that backwards hat on, the headset, yeah, hold Pey- a clipboard. Peyton Manning just start yelling at the offensive line. <laughs> but Harrison Frost, great performance, great opener. Um, I'm excited to see what he does the rest of the season. He's got a real chance to get in some high company on the record book if he stays healthy. Yeah. Um, so we looked at it the other day. He would be the seventh to reach the 4,000 mark, right? Correct, and if he has any kind of season that he had last year, he could be closing in on 7K, which is an even more distinguished player. Just two yeah. currently, right? He would be the third, I, I believe, is what we I saw. I think that's correct. Well, we'll talk about that I, if we if we get closer to it. I do got to say, I do need to say one thing. Say this is not a, some, someone to howl about, but, well, let's go ahead and do the, do the howl. Okay, this is for Sarah Pipping, Nate Masters, Harrison Frost's house for you. All right, Matt. Say what you so, need to say. So, <clears throat> best move of the day uh, in in Thursday night's win has to go to Tay Huff. On, oh yeah, on the, on the long touchdown touchdown pass. He he caught the ball uh, and and the guy had him cornered and he had a jump. Uh, he jumped to his right and that guy went. I don't know what you're doing and he, he absolutely outran him. It was a fantastic move. Um, really proud of Tay. He's he's kind of hung in there. He he got a couple of, uh, he got a couple of catches a couple of years ago, but didn't have as much last year. Uh, but he's hung in and uh, and and proud of him uh, taking advantage now. Nice little bonus, someone to howl about there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right, let's talk this week in West Georgia athletics tonight. Volleyball home opener for the first time. You can see the Wolves on the home floor hosting Division Three Power Emory. We went to five sets in Atlanta last year, so it looks to be a good matchup this year. First serve, 7 p.m. from the Coliseum. Hope to see you there. Two years ago, it was it, we went to five sets here. And won. In an exhibition, I remember yeah, that. And won that one, so. Yeah. Um, and then tomorrow, soccer home opener. They host Georgia College at 6 p.m. Um, PBG alluded to it earlier. Georgia College, 6 p.m., home opener, first time in 2022. Chance to see them at University Field. Friday. It's the opening day of the Peach Belt Conference, Gulf South Conference crossover for volleyball, hosted here at West Georgia by the Wolves Volleyball Program. We open at 10 a.m. on Friday. Talk about getting your coffee early and getting to the Coliseum. 10 a.m. first serve against Georgia College, and then that afternoon, Augusta at 4 p.m., and then we wrap up play in the Coliseum in the crossover, 2 p.m. on Saturday afternoon, hosting 
USC Aiken. Also, Valdosta State Montevallo will also be here. Is that the right? Is that the right yep. teams? Yep. Yep. And they're playing the same three teams. So, um, a lot of volleyball going down Friday and Saturday at the Coliseum. So be sure to come out and support the Wolves. Tickets are, are on sale for that event. It, um, it, they are free for faculty, staff, and students. You just need a valid ID um, at the gate in order to, or at the door to get in. Uh, but but it is a ticketed event. Ten dollars for a one day pass. Sixteen dollars for a two day pass. So. If you're going to be there both days, go ahead and get you the $16 two-day pass. Save you some cash. Um, also Saturday, football on the road for the first time going to Morehouse. 6 p.m. kickoff from BT Harvey Stadium in Atlanta. We'll have links to follow on the website, and we'll have all the updates at UWG Football on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram. We'll have the coverage from Atlanta there. Also, you can listen to Matt Skinner, Willie Candler, and Kate Perry and on KISS 102.7 as they bring you the call of the Wolves versus the Maroon Tigers in Atlanta, Saturday, 6 p.m. kickoff. I went back and watched the Flow Sports uh, broadcast there from UWG Productions. They were phenomenal. Great job by UWG Productions. I love the 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 um, the uh, the cam. What was it? The the drone. The, the drone, drone cam. cam. Yeah, that was that was fantastic. Uh, but just a fantastic job on the on the stream. We continue to be the class of the conference with that. Um, but yeah, those three did a fantastic job. I love the kind of camaraderie that they that they had within the within the broadcast itself. It was it was just a really really good uh, really good broadcast. Absolutely. So looking forward to that uh, Saturday 6 p.m. at Morehouse for Wolves football, who are ranked tenth in the country still. Did not move after a week one win. Wrapping up the weekend, Sunday, soccer goes to Valdosta State for the Gulf South Conference opener. Kickoff is 1 p.m. from Valdosta, and that we'll have links to follow that as well on uwgathletics.com. Just go to the soccer schedule, and we'll have links to watch, live stats, all kind of stuff. And, of course, we'll have updates on social media as well. So big week this week as well as we are fully cranked up. Uh, I believe golf is the next sport to get going, and that will be the next week. So uh, we are full steam ahead in 22-23. Absolutely. And you know what? The biggest gift that anyone can give, give is of your resources and your time. You've spent your time today listening to Jared, PBG, and I talk about our Wolves, so you've definitely given of your time, and we're greatly appreciative of our listeners and fans of West Georgia Athletics. Hopefully you're a benefactor of the program, and we are grateful for every penny that was given to our Wolves. If you aren't, would like to be a part of the amazing things that happen here in Carrollton, there are plenty of opportunities for you to give to athletics through the University Development Office. Follow us online. The official website of the West Georgia Wolves is uwgathletics.com, and on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at uwgathletics. Remember to download the UWG Game Day Experience app. It's it's your game day program in the palm of your hand. Uh, it's a it's an easy thing to do. Just go to whatever app store supports your phone and look up UWG Game Day Experience app and download it, and you'll have it there for the day. If you like what you've heard on this episode of What the How, be sure to leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you do, we will give you a free shout-out. And I'm checking right now to see if anybody gave us a new review um, no, nobody left a new review, so no shout outs today. But if you do go and leave us a five star review, you could be shouted out next week on What the How. Just like Haley Boggess got shouted out. Just today. like she did. All she had to do was make a pound cake. We're not even asking for that. Just a five star review. Five star reviews and desserts. Yep, that'll get you shouted out quicker than anything. Anyway, I am Jared Boggess. I just work here. I'm Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome. I'm PBG, a.k.a. Billy Roanoke from the AOB. Uh, next week, you shall hear Jared say, Thank you for listening to the greatest West Georgia Wolves podcast ever produced. What the hell?